Welcome to Magnetize Your Presence, the art of creating charisma. Your host is Sheila Ali. In this program, we'll help you discover your purpose, passion, and power. We'll help you gain confidence, get the most out of life, and become magnetic. It's time to be the person you deserve to be, and the person to help you with that is the next voice you'll hear. Now, here is Sheila Ali. Hello and welcome. You're listening to Magnetize Your Presence, and I'm your host, Sheila Alley. You can reach me by email at radio at SheilaAlley.com, by telephone at 902-578-0509, and on my social media, media networks, you can connect with me on LinkedIn, follow me on Twitter, like me on Facebook, or add me on Google+, and never miss an episode by subscribing to us on iTunes. This is my sixth show, and I would like to extend a warm thank you to all of you for listening. I have listeners in my hometown, in my country, and as far away as the U.S., Australia, Italy, Germany, China, France, just to name a few. And I love it. I'm just so happy you're here. So today we're talking about power and confidence and how to attain it. And there are several ways to do this, and in this show... We're going to be talking about building power and confidence in one way, which is using your appearance and fitness. Now, I'm using the word power in the sense of the ability to influence others and to draw people to you, not in in a good way. And I'm also talking about confidence as having faith in who you are, um, in your abilities and your talents, and being your authentic self. My guest today is Winston Price, who was also my executive producer for this show. And I am, just as a side, I'm very thankful for him to offering me this opportunity to host this show, because I'm loving it, and for putting his confidence in me and for giving me superb guidance. And I asked Winston to be my guest today because he embodies the characteristics of confidence and power. And I believe he's gained some of this from his extensive background in fitness and personal training. And, of course, I know there's other ways uh, that he gained it. But uh, we're going to talk about that today. So grab a cup of tea, get comfortable and relax, and let's welcome Winston. Hi, Winston. Hello, hello. How goes it, my wonderful, wonderful, wonderful person? You are so (laughs) awesome. It's so great to be here today. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah. So as I was saying, you are, um, you know, a lot about physical fitness and how it helps people become more powerful and how it makes them uh, feel better and be more confident. Um, can you start by telling us about what it is about being physically healthy that helps people have that confidence and magnetic presence? Simply put, it's care for self. Once Mm -hmm. you learn how to properly care for yourself, you learn how to respect yourself. Once you learn to respect yourself, you begin to actually trust yourself. Once Mm -hmm. you start to trust yourself, you finally have a proper foundation for confidence. I love what you said about power, about confidence, the good kind. You can be a megalomaniac, right, and be confident. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You could be a a really twisted person and be confident. The confidence you're speaking about 
is rooted in a solid, uh, well sense of self. And that foundation begins when you can start to trust yourself. And once you start to trust yourself, that's when you can grow great confidence, proper confidence of yourself. And being physically fit, right, so, you know, doing the morning walk, you know, doing the morning stretch, doing your jog, doing your weights, doing whatever it is, your Pilates, doing your uh, yoga, mm-hmm. it's a visual result that will, there is a visual result that will come from it, flat right. out. So you're getting yeah. that, uh, that payback, that gratification. Your brain gets to see external development from your internal work. So you start to believe it more. And then you start to gain and grow within that confidence. So that's generally, generally where proper confidence comes from when I'm speaking mm-hmm. of, of physical health, uh, well, from the physical health perspective. Does that make proper right. sense? Yeah, it does. And I really like how you kind of layered that uh, because it, where it comes from your care, self-care and taking care yep. of yourself and respect and trust and, and all, you know, the foundation for it. That makes a lot of sense that, uh, because confidence really, really have to like yourself to be confident. So that's where it starts. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was actually changing my son's diaper today mm-hmm. and we were cleaning up and he, and we were wiping up and he goes, I'm taking care of myself. Like, absolutely. You're right. You're taking care of yourself. He can, he can, he's, uh, he'll be two and a half um, on the 23rd of this month. He actually yeah. grows by seeing himself change and develop uh, with self care. He picks up after himself, he cleans up after himself, he washes himself, uh, he does his own exercises. And so wow. he gets to see from a physical point of view how he actually cares about himself and he gets to reflect back and he gets to reflect back upon that. And this is something about physical exercise. You know, the more mm-hmm. you properly do it. Now always note, I'm always going to have a, a word to clarify the same way you have to clarify power. Mm-hmm. English itself uh, is a high context. Hold on. Yeah. yeah <laughs> English right. is, a low contextual, there you go, English is a low contextual language. So you need a lot of words to create the context. So this is why you have to explain power. I'm always going to, you're going to hear me ask you, does, does that make proper sense? And I'm going to say when you exercise properly, because once again, you can exercise and actually injure or kill yourself. That's you know, right. if the weight falls on you the wrong way or something like that. Mm-hmm. So this is where physical exercise comes into play. Because when you properly do it, you'll start off at the one-pound weight, and then as you properly do it, you know, six weeks, a a month, a year, whatever, you'll go to the one-and-a-half-pound weight. There's an actual change that you can see, you know? And Mm. so that's where people can um, really start to build confidence within themselves because they can note where they started and they can see where they've gotten and they can start right. to measure where they're going to go. Yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can see the results. I have to, have to ask you this question because I'm sure other people are thinking this. How long, if you were weren't in very good shape and you started to work out, how long would it take to see results generally? 
Okay. So <laughs> I can see this is going to be a long answer. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. Great question. First, I'm going to give you the Winston answer. Okay. So okay. Winston answer is, the Winston answer is it depends on the person, flat out. Okay. I will never tell Winston, Winston will never tell someone, and you'll get results in 30 days, and you'll get results in da da da. Now, I'll, I, I don't do that. I don't know someone until I work with them. You give me a week, you give me two weeks with you, you give me three weeks with you, I'll see how you are. And then I can tell you, okay, so from how you are as a person, you can see X changes in this amount of time. Now, the general, the general idea is this. Mm-hmm. Think the order of three. Okay, so not a day, three days. Not a week, three weeks. Not a month, three months. Not a quarter, three quarters. That's what people really need to start to look at in a very general sense. Okay, now in three days, you're not going to lose, you know, 20, 30% body fat. Now, maybe in three to six years, you can properly drop 30% body fat. Mm -hmm. Does that make proper sense? Yes, yes, and I see the operative word there was proper. Yes. So what do you do to stay physically fit? Do you have a routine or that you follow? I'm sure you do. Oh, I absolutely have a routine that I follow. Mm-hmm. And it uh, really starts with waking up in the morning. Uh, the routine that I follow depends upon the day. It depends upon how I feel. It depends upon what's coming up. Uh, it's a it's a rather long answer, and I'm sure we'll be able to get into it uh, a little deeper later or some other time. However, in general, mm-hmm. I get up, I do some stretching, I get a nice little sweat in, I lift some weights, come home, stretch a little bit more, and then I can properly begin my day because I know that I did something productive. So no matter what happens throughout the day, I know I did something proper. And so that's where that physical and that mental combine because now I'm walking out of the door already confident that I've succeeded during for, for the day. I started right. off my day in success. Right. So you, yeah, you set start started your day off in a, a, a with success. Yeah. Absolutely. So, why do you think physical appearance is important, or do you think it is? Oh, I honestly believe that physical appearance is important. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to go with the uh, stereotypical, prototypical. This is how someone is supposed to look, and only this person. That's not what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. What I'm talking about is what people see, for those that have sight, some people cannot see. For those that have sight, the very first message you you send to them is what they see. Right. Flat out. So the very first message you're putting out isn't words. It's not vocal. 
the first message really comes from the people receiving it and how they've seen and been treated by people that look like you, flat out. Now, also Mm -hmm. what people do is they see, am I of this person? Am I like this person? Is this someone that I might even want to emulate? Right? So Mm -hmm. this is why, traditionally, when I go to work, I wear a suit, a tie, and when it's cold enough, I wear a top coat. You know, I look presentable throughout the day. That's how I am. I'm going to work. That's the first thing people are going to see. They're going to see, is this person someone I even want to consider myself around and with? Right? Mm -hmm. Now, if I... Now, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, cool. Now, if I'm walking around and I'm gasping and I'm wheezing and I'm aching and I'm hurting, I look like a sickly animal. And sickly animals get shunned. They do. You know, people stay away from the sick-looking creature because they, don't, they themselves don't want to get sick. Right. right. So I take care of myself. You know, I wake up in the morning, I do my routine, and I try to stay healthily presentable. So this way, the very first message people see is, that seems like a healthy person. Now, that doesn't mean that I am a healthy person because, once again, messages can be deceiving. <laughs> right, right. And... And at least, at least there's that minimal of this person has some kind of health morals about them. And then people can go off on that. So that's why I believe that, you know, how you look is important. It really, really is, because that's the very first thing that people with sight see. That's that first message. Right. Yeah. It's what, yeah, it's the message that you're sending out to other people. So it looks like we're coming up onto a break now. So go over to my blog at SheilaAlley.com and check out my articles on influence and charisma. And I will see you back here in two minutes. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Do you ever walk into a room and feel invisible? Do you ever wonder just what it is that some people just seem to have? In today's highly competitive market, you need a magnetic image, or as Sheila Ali calls it, your MI. You can find it at your MI.ca. Don't wait one more moment. Are you ready to rock your image and make it magnetic? Are you ready to maximize your image and feel more confident? The next time you walk into that room, be noticed. Find your MI at your MI.ca. That's your MI.ca. Are you happy in your life or are you just settling? It's time to speak out, take control of your existence, and let your life speak. Bart Queen is the host of A Hero's Journey. His personal goal is to help you find your voice, use that voice, and live the life that you deserve to live. Do more, be more, and give more. Tune in to A Hero's Journey on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. You owe it to yourself to tune in and make your voice count. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. 
This is Magnetize Your Presence, the art of creating charisma. To reach Sheila Alley or her guest today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to radio at SheilaAlley.com. Now back to Magnetize Your Presence. Hello and welcome back. And I'm talking with Winston Price today about power and confidence and how to use your physical fitness uh, and appearance to enhance that um, power and confidence and to feel it and to become more confident. So when we left off, we were talking about physical appearance and I had asked Winston what he thought why he thought physical appearance was important. And one of the things that you said, Winston, that really um, I found interesting was that if you look healthy, people are more likely to want to be in your presence. And if you look sickly, they might want to run. It's kind of an instinctual thing. Um, Something else that I, I... no, that because my a lot of my background is in uh, image and uh, wardrobe and and, uh, and making people helping people look more uh, their improve their appearance. I know I've spent a lot of time on this, and I know that people like to be around people who are who look better and look like they take care of themselves. So if you take care of your body. That's the first step. But then, like you said, when you go to work, you wear uh, a suit. And I think it's always important to dress for uh, the situation and to look like you actually care about yourself. And uh, what you wear has a lot to do with that. So um, you're talking about your physical health and stuff. Is uh, that the only thing you've – what else could you might you focus on when you're thinking of being fit? When I think of being fit, there are four separate wells of health. So where do you draw your health water from? So W-E-L-L-S, four wells of health. Mm -hmm. You draw your health from your physical fitness. You draw your health from your mental wellness. Mm-hmm. You draw your health from your emotional health, and you draw your health from your spiritual wellness. And if you think about it, it's like mm-hmm. um, it's a it's called an octahedron. If you put two square base pyramids base to base, then you'll get this diamond-looking figure called an octahedron. If you mm-hmm. actually go to, listeners, if you go to voiceamerica.com, uh, you can get to uh, VA Press Pass, and it's just vapresspass.com as well. Uh, type in Octahedron or even just Winston Price, and then you'll see some blogs come up, and one of those is talking about this octahedron. And so you mm-hmm. have the physical at the top point. So there's a top point and there's a bottom point. The top point is physical. The bottom point is spiritual. Now, I only use that so that people can have some kind of reference. They can be any which way they want. Okay. Now, there are four points between the top peak and the bottom peak, because that's that square base. At each side, so one side you have emotional, so two, um, uh, 
emotional points, and then you have two mental points. To me, your spiritual wellness is connected with your physical health by your mental wellness and your emotional health. If you're mentally or emotionally imbalanced, you will never be spiritually or fi- or actually physically fit flat out. Okay. It's, yeah. And so this is what people read when they look at you. Yes, listener, I am talking directly <laughs> to you. This is what people see on site. As mm-hmm. Nothing within, I mean to say this, nothing within in this universe travels faster than light. Now I say within this universe because there might there is an outside of this universe and there is nothing which travels anyway. Getting off of that. Ha ha ha. The very first thing is that people see you. So when right. they see your physical self, what they're really trying to do is they're trying to read your energy. They're trying to read your vibration. They're going to read your energy. They are going to read your vibration, how you stand, how you dress, how you converse, how you present yourself, what you don't say. I mean, everything that they see from that first instance of light, they're picking up on your mental health. They're picking up on your emotional health. They're picking up on your spiritual health. That's that's how I see it. Okay, so when you're really yeah. looking at what else I'm, what what else I deal with when I think of my physical health, anytime I'm working with any one of the four wells of health, I am mm-hmm. always concerning myself with the other three. So when I'm doing my physical fitness, my mm-hmm. major concerns are actually with my mental, my emotional, and my spiritual self to keep that physical in balance. So I can do my physical exercise and really focus on why am I doing this? Am I doing this so that I can, you know, look like the hottest thing on earth? Or am I really doing this so that I can be a healthy person? Am I lifting the weights to show off to myself that I can lift heavy weights? Or am I lifting the weights so that I can make sure that my body has proper alignment and proper stretching? Okay? Mm-hmm. When I'm looking at my spiritual self, this is when I'll really dig into my martial arts background. I do have a rather rich martial arts background going back to uh, 1989 to present. I actually have mm-hmm. a test for another rank for this coming Thursday. Anywho, what I really focus on my spiritual self when I'm doing that kind of uh, uh, physical activity, so the, so the, the martial arts. Um, Mm -hmm. and so regardless of what I'm looking, whatever it seems like I'm doing, I'm actually focusing on those other three. Mm -hmm. Does that make proper sense? Yes, yes. And you're right. It all has to go together. Um, so what if say a person decides to get fit, but they only Uh want to get fit because they want to look good, and mm-hmm. they want to see how how big their muscles can get. 
But, so, and I would think a lot of people fall in that category where they yes, just want to do And yes, and that is no matter. Okay, now, now, once again, audience, mm-hmm. wonderful, wonderful listening audience. <laughs> this is me speaking my own thoughts, and it doesn't matter what realm you have that kind of person. So in the physical fitness realm, you have the person that just lifts to lift and uh, just to be that kind of narcissist. You have the same kind of spiritual narcissists. You know, they really want to work on their spirituality to be better than someone else. Well, you're really not going to be spiritually fit. The same as the person trying to lift the bigger, bigger weights. Sure, you might get really big muscles, and then at some point in time, you will injure yourself. Uh, Ron Coleman, Ronald Coleman, one of the uh, uh, Mr. Olympia eight times over, one of the most beautiful souls you'll ever, ever meet. Yeah, he did this stuff properly, like he had proper technique and still had major back issues. You know, so there Mm -hmm. is a point to where there could be some overdoing be it from a physical standpoint, be it from a spiritual standpoint. We all know that person who thinks they're too good, right? Right. <laughs> it, it, it could be from a mental standpoint. It could be from an emotional standpoint. And when you get that kind of person, well, when I, when I get that kind of person, I don't care how you look. I don't care how you act. You know, you could have uh, Mother Teresa's CV, However, if you did it with the intent solely to be recognized for it, it lost all of its depth. It did. Does that make proper sense? It does, yes. Cool. So, yeah, it, right. it, what you're saying is you, have to, you need to have everything in balance. And you need to know why you're doing things in yeah. order to be magnetic. Like magnetic people are, are balanced. And this is why people love Apple. Yeah. Uh, Apple never sells a product. If you watch any Apple commercial, you can put any of their products in any of the product spots because mm-hmm. the commercial itself tells you why you need to incorporate your life with their systems because they know that their only reason for being is to help the consumer. We are here to evolve the human race technology-wise, flat out. They never say this is the best phone, the greatest phone, the most awesome phone, feature, 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 feature. You can find phones way better than iPhones. You really, really can. Mm-hmm. Cheaper. <laughs> and they're more reliable. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I didn't know that. Good at, yeah. Apple is good <gasps> at presenting their promise to be a proper partner. And that's how they present themselves. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what people are really looking for. At at very first sight, at very first sight, people are looking to see, is this going to be a proper partner for me? Right. That's the very first thing people are looking at. Mm Mm-hmm. Depending on what they're looking for, if it's a proper, a a partner in business, a a relationship partner or, well, yeah, you're right. Whatever, Whatever kind of a partner it is, they're looking to see if this well, is the I mean, person. Even, uh, even, even the idea of a proper partner on this planet, we, have to, we all have to carry ourselves some certain way 
to come across as non-threatening. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that is, that, that is a base level uh, civil order rule, base mm-hmm. level, social uh, contract, is I won't hurt you. <laughs> right. and, we have to, and, and, and people have to learn that we honestly need to present ourselves in a certain way, not to demean ourselves, not to overly humble ourselves, and just right. come across as a safe place, a safe person, a safe entity, a safe vibration, a safe magnetism. Yeah. Yeah? I like that. I like that. That is exactly what you want to be. Um, become across as a person who's safe and be that person who's safe. So, yeah, people want to be around you when they, when you, when they know that they're, they're, when they're confident that they can be in your presence and feel good and know that you're, you have their best uh, intentions at heart, their best, um, not intentions, wrong word, but their best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't think of that word. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So the time is flying here, Winston. And uh, it looks like uh, it's time for another break. So for all you listeners, go over to my blog at SheilaAlley.com. Check out my articles on influence and charisma while you're there. And I will see you back here in two minutes. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Do you ever walk into a room and feel invisible? Do you ever wonder just what it is that some people just seem to have? In today's highly competitive market, you need a magnetic image, or as Sheila Alley calls it, your MI. You can find it at your MI.ca. Don't wait one more moment. Are you ready to rock your image and make it magnetic? Are you ready to maximize your image and feel more confident? The next time you walk into that room, be noticed. Find your MI at your MI.ca. That's your MI.ca. How do you define work? Is it that mundane Monday through Friday place that seems to be sucking a third of your life out of you? Or have you made it a place of personal fulfillment, achievement, and purpose? If you are looking to make your work life the latter, tune in to Working on Purpose with Elise Cortez. There are all kinds of inspiring work life stories told by people who have made work something to look forward to every day. Working on Purpose can be heard every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. This is Magnetize Your Presence, the art of creating charisma. 
To reach Sheila Alley or her guest today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to radio at SheilaAlley.com. Now back to Magnetize Your Presence. Hello and welcome back. I'm speaking today with Winston Price and we're talking about power and confidence and how to uh, gain more of it by using your appearance and your fitness levels. So Winston, what yeah. do you notice when, uh, when you see a proper change in someone's fitness level? A change when do you in first posture. notice? Pardon? A change in someone's posture. trust. The the very first thing that I see is a change in someone's skeletal alignment. Okay. Flat out. When you see someone getting physically fit, when you see them start to develop that mental confidence. You begin mm-hmm. to see them grow with emotional purity and clarity. And you see them begin to feed their spiritual self and nature. They stand different, flat out. No matter mm-hmm. who you are on this planet, you can tell someone's confidence levels, or at least what they're putting off, by how they're standing. When I get people, when I'm working with people, when I'm working with myself, I can tell how I'm feeling by my posture. And when I'm working with people, more than likely it's one-on-one or one-on-three, so they're more intimate settings, I get to see so many different postures because people get to let go. You know, they're not around 20, 30, 100 people having to put off so many different signals, they can put off only what they're actually feeling. And mm-hmm. so I can actually start to see a change in people's mental, emotional, and spiritual selves through the physical indicator of posture. Mm-hmm. Wow. So you know, what do you, you just s- walk more upright? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, then I, I, that's because I guess your your body is getting more toned and your muscles are toned and it keeps everything. And also the inside, your spiritual self. Mm-hmm. That's what you're saying, right? So you start well, to feel well, better? Absolutely. So, so, so the inside spiritual self, now always, anything I, I say do, any kind of noun, I'm going to use the word proper in front of it. Okay. If you're properly lifting weights, if you're properly doing yoga, if you're properly doing Krav Maga, Tai Chi, whatever physical system you want to put out there, if you're properly doing it, your muscles and your ligaments actually don't get tighter. No. They get no. stronger, yes, and they actually become even more relaxed and more elastic. Mm-hmm. So essentially, you actually become looser, bigger, <laughs> and mm-hmm. looser. Uh, bigger as in presence, yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, and looser as in the muscle and the ligaments. You become more flexible. This is why 
people's movements when they do things properly. So let's say, uh, take a ballerina, a dancer. Right. You can tell these people how they, how they even carry themselves in social context, at home context. You can see uh, how people reach for a glass, mm-hmm. how, how people uh, will reach for a pencil, how, how people walk, how they actually talk with other people, you know? And this is all because they have this relaxed tone and nature, and they're actually getting rid of what causes uh, a lot of mental and emotional anguish is actually physical pain. It's, it's okay. the actual tightness. It's the, uh, in, it, it's the excess of, actic, of, of uh, uh, lactic acid. It's the mm-hmm. hunched over your uh, desk and all those pains whether people realize it or not, affects you mentally and emotionally. And once you start to do your physical exercise, whatever it is, I do not care what it is, whatever mm-hmm. it is, once you start to do it properly, ha, 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 <laughs> once yes. you start to do it properly, your body is actually going to relax the lactic acid is going to be able to get worked out of the muscles. You're going to have less cramps. You're going to have less aches, less pains. And when you start to remove that pain out of your life, you've literally taken a nice big obstacle away from yourself. Yes, you have. Right on. What do you say about the first pains of exercise when you haven't done it for a while and your muscles say, no, no. And it say, hurts, yes, like yes. the third day, it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> then, then, then you say yes, yes. Now, <laughs> here's the issue. There is a difference between discomfort and mm-hmm. pain and injury. If you're feeling pain, actual pain, stop. I don't care what it is, I don't care when it is, don't care about any of that. If it's actual shooting, stinging pain, stop. If you're just really, really uncomfortable, it's mm-hmm. just because, now this is the general you, not you, you specific. I understand. <laughs> I, love English. <laughs> I love English. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so so uh, it's just the fact that you haven't moved. So what you're actually doing, all those aches and all those pains, that's literally your muscles relaxing. Uh, sometimes the pain gets so great and your muscles get so tight and wound up that your body just shuts down the sensation to that area flat out because there's so much pain there. And once those uh, muscle knots, those contractions, that's what a muscle knot is, it's a a contraction. Mm -hmm. Once it starts to loosen up and break apart and it starts to relax out, I mean, that, that sigh we make, (sighs) it's because there's a big release of pain. No, right. There is a large release of pain, however, across the entire body and not in one specific area, so it's more of a discomfort than a single point of pain. When you start to feel that discomfort, people pay big money for this, people. I'm going to let you know that right now. <laughs> actually, actually start to work whatever is the most uncomfortable not painful, 
not painful, and do it slowly and lightly to actually work it out. So mm-hmm. there's an idea of using weight to stretch, using resistance to stretch. Pilates, this is, I mean, this is it in motion. You could do weighted yoga if you wanted to. You could do jumping jacks. You, should, you could do push-ups. You could, uh, mm-hmm. what uh, martial artists know as horse stance or kibadachi, uh, sumo dachi. You could sit in static stances and hold postures to just start to actually work relaxation into the muscle. You begin to, you begin to work out the muscle so much it fatigues and it's, um, it's a figurative muscle sigh. It goes, <sighs> and just relaxes out. Mm-hmm. When, and that's what I say uh, to people. Once you actually start to feel that discomfort, work out more and better. And start to think of this idea of, I'm not working out to increase my muscle mass. I'm not working out to, uh, uh, to lose fat. Think about I'm working out to relax my body. I'm working out to stretch out my sinew, my bone, all this mm-hmm. fleshy stuff, all this hard water. Ha, ha, ha. Because, mm-hmm. anyway, you know, we're, <laughs> cause, I mean, we're, we're basically big sacks of salty water, right? That's basically mm-hmm. what we are. Anyway. That doesn't sound good. <laughs> <laughs> With action potential. Uh, so um, really just think about, am I using these weights properly to stretch and expand and relax myself? And, mm-hmm. and, and this is just a, a different way of looking at it. You know, like when I go to and I start thinking about my mental processes, you know, I really don't think of, uh, am I giving premise, premise, conclusion, properly, it's more so, how is my body reacting to what I'm saying? Because if my body is reacting as if someone is lying to me, then apparently mm-hmm. what I'm saying isn't, a, isn't coming across right. And people go, well, hold on, don't you want to listen to your words? Well, I'm saying my words, so let me listen to my body and listen to my physical self, listen to my emotions, listen to my spirituality when I'm focused on my mental processes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So for people who are just starting uh, or you see working out, what kind of pitfalls do you often see when they're trying to get healthy? Because we're coming up onto a time now in January where everyone's going to rush to the gym to try to get healthy. What are your, what do you see as their biggest pitfalls? I'll give you two. Two. Okay, so, good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the first uh, of the biggest pitfalls actually ties in with the second. The first of the, of the biggest pitfalls is this idea of, well, something is better than nothing. Okay. In that, uh-huh, in that idea of something is better than nothing, it actually trains people to accept minimal to sub-minimal work. And then what happens is they can get into this habit, this routine of doing something other than nothing, however, not actually doing what is needed to get what is, uh, to get what is wanted. 
So you're supposed to work out, uh, and this is just a, uh, let's just say a, a general person. They have everything worked out and everything that they want to do is proper. So let's just clear the, let's just clear the board right there. We're coming into a nice clear white room. This plan is perfect. There's nothing wrong with it. And they're supposed to work out six days a week. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they're supposed to do this. Now, let's say that they, the very first week they get all six days in, the next week they get six days in, the third week they get all six days in, the fourth week they get four days in. And they go, oh, well, you know what? I got four in, you know, the three weeks before I did all six. You know what? It's better than nothing. I didn't get all six in. That's okay. Do we already see the problem? You've accepted the fact that you failed However, you didn't take responsibility for the fact that you failed. Well, I did something, so it's okay. You just made yourself an excuse to, to not do what you're supposed to do, to get what you want. Now, oh, also what okay. that does is it makes a person expect to get what they want without actually doing what is necessary. Okay. And so if, and the second point actually was just in this first point. of when you really think about what it is you're doing, you have to take actual responsibility for your failures. Mm -hmm. If you do not take actual responsibility for your failures, then you are going to get yourself in the habit of thinking failing is okay. Right, right. (laughs) I get it. So that's why I said uh, those those are the two biggest pitfalls, and they tie in together. Oh, well, something's better than nothing, which means you are exercising a habit of doing less than what is necessary. And it also shows the second point, which is you aren't taking responsibility for your failure. Failure is not a bad thing. Thing, as long as you recognize it. Uh, who is it? Uh, Dostoevsky. Um, I want to say he stated, as long as we understand that we are lying, mm-hmm. as long as uh, to ourselves, if we always stay in truth, if we always stay in truth, then we'll be better able to understand ourselves and when we do wrong. And that actually negates the wrong because Mm -hmm. we know that we did wrong. So now we can do better. (laughs) Right? It's just that simple. Now, when you say, oh, it's better than nothing, and, and, and you don't actually recognize the fact that you're lying to yourself, then you don't open up the opportunity to do better. When you now, um, I'm going to use a letter. When you when you don't say, "Oh, I effed up," I effed up real bad, and I should have done better. When you don't do that to yourself, when you can't be honest with yourself, you lose the opportunity to do better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I see that. I can see that as being a big pitfall. <clears throat> so you need to be really firm with yourself. And say, this is what I expect, and, and don't make excuses about it. And that's the word. Firm. Not hard. Yeah. Firm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. You know, you got you, you to gotta put your foot down. You got to be <laughs> firm. You have to stand strong, stand with conviction, stand with power. Yeah, what's the... Oh, there's mm-hmm. the quote, uh, think for yourself, question authority. Uh, to me, that's a very incomplete quote. Mm-hmm. So it starts, off think, it starts off, think for yourself, question authority. What I would add on to that is, and remember, you are always your own top authority, so mm-hmm. always question yourself. Right, right. Hmm. And I think not just in physical fitness, but in life, people do that to themselves. They just say, oh, well, I'll try to do this. I'll try to do that. That word try happens a lot where they don't really um, take responsibility and say, this is what I'm going to do. And then, you know, there's the great philosopher, uh, Jedi Yoda, who Mm -hmm. says we must unlearn what we have learned there is no try only do star wars <laughs> right right there's no try <laughs> there is no try only do mm-hmm. yeah but this it's still the same Let's as what you were talking do. about yeah. that um so if you're going to do it you decide to get fit um go do it don't go halfway right there is do or not do there's do or not do, yeah. Or you don't. There is no try. <laughs> well, I tried. That's right. eh, that means you didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. It's a, well, it's a way to sleek out of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, in a previous show, I talked about mindset and how it was connected to magnetism. So how do you see mindset um, as vital when it comes to fitness and having a magnetic presence? To me... In a general sense, your mindset is your magnetism. Your mm-hmm. mindset is what you are going to draw to you and your universe. Right. Yes. Yeah, sorry, no long answer for that one. I got a long answer <laughs> for everything else, but not for that. <laughs> uh, do you have any stories about uh, seeing instant change in people's mentality uh, due to uh, a change in their health, a dramatic change in their health. Oh, goodness, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And so with this, uh, I like to start with um, my my elderly folk. I love my elderly folk. Oh, that's nice. My elderly folk are old only because they were told that's how they are going to be when they get old, exactly. flat out. Yes. To me, to me, our society tells us how we are going to be, so we mm. act that way when we get to that stage in our lives. Merton's self-fulfilling prophecy, flat mm-hmm. out. Anywho, so what I, what I do for my elderly folk is I let them know you still have a 20-year-old's body. You just have to see it. It's all still there. You still got your skeleton. You still got your bones. You still got your ligaments. Let me show you what's going on. And, I, and then I'll, I'll ask them, when was the last time you touched your toes? Five mm-hmm. years ago, 20 years ago. Oh. I got one that was 40 years ago. She was oh, 80. wow. Yeah, she was like 85. 
And so what I do is I tell them within 20 minutes, you are going to touch your toes again and you will feel better than you did 20 minutes before starting. And we work through some simple breathing exercises with one simple stretch. And by that 20 minutes, they are touching their toes. There is mm-hmm. nothing better than seeing someone so close to the end of their life. This is me just being real. Right. Being so close to the end of their life, get their life spark back. Every time they come up, you see this gleam in their eye like they're 20 again. Mm-hmm. They are so happy. They touched their immer effing toes. <laughs> they are so happy. <laughs> they are so happy. And that's the, yeah. I mean, that's, that's that instant. And guess, and guess what you see? You see the bright eyes. You see the upright head. You see that posture change. You see the chest sticking out. You know, you see the pelvis thrust forward. You see that movement, you know, and they're just so happy for themselves. I love that. Uh, that's mm-hmm. one of uh, many stories that I have. Yeah. Not sure how we're doing on, on uh, time. Now, note, everybody, I am an executive producer, so I'm always <laughs> looking at the production you're, side of things. I'm you're thinking sure about time. time well, we've got uh, three minutes left, left, two minutes left. <laughs> um, so in the, I, we probably should wrap it up now. And um, I am uh, very happy you came on with me today. And I'm sure our listeners have gained a lot of information and just a way a new way to look at fitness and how and how that goes with magnetism and everyone's going to run out now to the gym i can tell you (laughs) so thank you winston for joining me and listeners i hope you take winston's uh, tips and apply them to your life and to your business and again thank you all very much from for listening from all over the world, and I appreciate each and every one of you. So make sure you join the conversation on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Sheila Alley Coaching. And you can also find me on Twitter at Sheila E2016. I'm your host, Sheila Alley, and you've been listening to Magnetize Your Presence. Tune in next week when we'll be talking with Shelley Pumphrey about becoming magnetic in love. Thank you for tuning in this week to Magnetize Your Presence, the art of creating charisma. Please join your host, Sheila Alley, and another of her amazing guests next Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Get ready for another magnetic event next week. 